Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com on a Monday. It is May 8th. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle en route. Um, Eric Johnson had a meeting today. He, he's got a, a, a day to go do his other job, his real job. Lizzie Sparks in studio. Projo running the boards, the engineering set. We're glad you're jumping in with us today as we continue to rock and roll. Continue to move forward with this awesome show that we've put forward. Had a lot of great compliments over the weekend. People coming up, talking about what's happening with the show. Um, we're grateful. It is interesting, too, because... Um, you know you're doing well when you start to hear that other people <laughs> are talking about you. They, they, they come after you. They send you mean things. They try to tear down the show. But it's all about you, the listeners. I mean, hey, we try to be everybody's friend. We do. But it is interesting. Some of the things that are going on um, because of Cancel This success we're grateful 100 percent, and we know that the that, that those who send messages um are listening on every word <laughs> so we smile we say thank you um we continue on to do that by the way hey do you have the the graphic by chance um can you look at the graphic that we have for today's show the description yeah yeah, yeah. you do um I, there's something on there I was just curious. Uh, this one right here? Oh, no, 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 no. I got it. Yeah, we're good to go there. Yeah, that's it. I love it. We're going to talk about microchips coming up in just a little bit, but I hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, we're here on a Monday. Of course, you know what we do, canceltheshow.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. live, or you can listen to us or watch us after the show's off, all of our inventory um, that we have in our library, countless shows. Um, we're there for you. Most of the material is evergreen, trying to bring it to you as like we do every day. All right. Um, we're ready to get going this morning. The microchips and the bodies implanted for everything. The commercials have hit. Unbelievable. They're, they're pushing it out on a national campaign in Australia. Good, bad, ugly. We'll get into that coming up a little later. Tabitha is going to break down her tab takes when it comes to the debt. Um, Congressional Democrats and Joe Biden just, I mean, you just can't spend, spend, spend. Let's continue to raise the debt ceiling. We've always done it. We're going to continue to do it. We're going to get into that situation as well. This fascinating when those things happen uh, from a standpoint of, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just continue to spend money because it's free. We'll just make it up. Interesting, Florida Republicans were backing Trump, a couple uh, of representatives in Congress. They backed Trump, but now video services of them um, <clears throat> from a debate backing DeSantis a few years ago. Um, not very happy about what's happening there. And then there's also a woman who's testifying against Joe Biden in a rape case, but national media doesn't cover it. What's fascinating about this is she has felt it necessary before she goes to witness as a witness, before she goes to testify as a witness, she's now saying, if I'm unalive at a certain point in time, I love life. Let's just put it that way. Um, where she's like, and then you look directly 
at somebody in the White House. So we're going to get into all of that. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Our partners make all of it possible, and we're grateful for that. We're also grateful for your donations uh, that make all of this possible. Here's a look at our partners at CancelThisShow.com. If you need any of their goods, please check them out and let them know you heard from them on CancelThisShow.com. Now and this is cancel the show back.com no a little technical issue there we're not going to do that joe's on it pro joe's going to work that out um we appreciate our sponsors um you know who they are as we go through that uh carol house i was out with brooke this weekend brooke dubman just an awesome awesome dude um grateful for all of the support that carol house has given us that's for sure uh but he's not the only one um Complete auto body and repair. Curtis Banks and his crew over there. Six climate controlled, six, I repeat, climate controlled facilities. They're looking for technicians. You're not going to get paid anywhere better and you're not going to have a more comfortable environment to work in. Also, Dr. Mahesh Bagway, one of the best orthopedic surgeons around. He's taking appointments there. You can just give him a call. You can go to our website at cancelthishow.com for a list of all of our partners. Of course, experienced real estate partners. Kathy Hill, Big Strict, once again, the best in the business. Uh, if you have any sort of a question with your real estate needs, give Kathy a call or you can go to our website at canceltheshow.com. New sponsor, advertiser, Greenlight Dispensary. Check out our website, Greenlight Dispensary, for the locations. You got a $5 coupon on your first order there as well. Pixie Dust Seasoning is still there as well. Al James and crew, and of course, Renewal by Anderson. It is the season. Check out the windows to see how much you can save. They have all kinds of available pricing, all kinds of leasing, all kinds of situations. All you do is click on contact a sponsor. You can book a consultation or you can give them a phone call and they'll take you right in. They'll get you set up. By the way, all of those are free. You get estimates for free. Rockwood Charcoal as well, one of the best charcoals around, the premium brands. You can find that in most of your St. Louis stores, Strategic Air Services, of course. When it comes to Premier Private Transportation, they're providers in all things from aircraft management to concierge services and acquisitions. And of course, Wenty's Food Shack and Saloon. Um, in the Chesterfield Valley. So, of course, you can see all of our sponsors on the page, our advertisers on the page as well. So, with that being said, we jump back into our Monday morning. We have lots to get to. Um, it is interesting. This morning, we, we jump right in. Um, I find it very fascinating from the weekend, right off the bat, guys, when it comes to the presidential race. Um, ABC News polling, and I can't remember the other side of it, Donald Trump taking a lead over Joe Biden with 18 to 39 year olds and Joe Biden losing steam. I'm like, what with, and this isn't Fox news polling. This isn't OAN. This was ABC news polling that Joe Biden is dropping and dropping like a stone in water. And Donald Trump in a hypothetical matchup leading blows my mind. Tabitha, how was your weekend? You doing well? All right, we'll get Joe back on in a second with the mics. Um, so from that standpoint, it's all right, buddy. It's a Monday. We're Monday. easing into the Monday. Mondays are just Mondays like are crazy. They really are. <laughs> Monday, Monday, and it's Sorry. raining. Uh, and speaking of Monday, I just realized I'm like, I was rushing to get here. I didn't put any makeup on. I just saw myself on the camera. I like, can't tell. I forgot. Honest to God, I can't even you look, tell. You look great. Well, I mean, I put I put some makeup on, but I didn't put much. And anyway, I look naked faced. No, you naked faced. I think you look great. To all of the people who you see look me, great. No, it, it, it's all good. I did it, smoke some meats this weekend. Oh, no. I thought you would I want some that. of your smoked meats. What, what, really bad. What kind? 
I smoked a bunch of pork steaks. Isn't oh. that the St. Oh, Louis tradition? Favorite. Yes, yes. I should have just showed up at your door <laughs> with my tongue out that I really wanted a pork steak. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it is. It is. It's one of those deals. It's one because of those. When I lived in Chicago, no one had a clue what a pork steak was. <laughs> they really don't. It's such a St. Louis it, it really, thing. It yeah. really is. Yes, it, it, it is. It's, it's nowhere else. Do you know other places they don't even barbecue like they think it's really Oh, they don't. It. They grill. They, they grill. don't barbecue. Right. Exactly. Because I was so confused. Like when, when you know, I'm used to St. Louis stuff, you know, and I grew up in Chicago and people would talk about grilling. And I'm like, in my family, we barbecue. We barbecue. Exactly. And no one had a clue what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did, you, how did they turn out? Wonderfully. Okay, there you go. It took about six hours. <laughs> did you put barbecue sauce on it while you were making it or after the fact? Uh, no, I put it on while. What I do oh, is, is I, you, you know, I cook them. Off. It, sometimes I use the smoker, but not for pork steaks. I just cook them off indirect heat. I build my little fire in the middle. Oh, I have yum. a pretty big grill. So it's like I put, <laughs> that sounds funny. So I put, you know, some on each side of the fire and you just let them sit there and cook up for a while. Then when they're about halfway done, I start putting the sauce on so it can soak in. Oh, Tab of the hassles, cooking tips. But you know what I did this weekend? You know What's who we that? need to have on the show is is you know Malls barbecue sauce is a mm. St. Louis barbecue sauce. Yes, oh, the Malls family, the Malls. Louis Malls, yes. who I, who I've met. Yes, and, and and you know, and I normally use Sugar Ray's, which I think a lot of people do, whatever mm-hmm. that stuff is called. Well, this time I bought Malls because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to support local businesses. Absolutely. Yep, that's what you do with some Rockwood charcoal at the same. And it was place. with and some I'll pixie tell you dust. What, and then the meat advertiser sponsor that's coming. I use both. I use I use my pixie dust, and as as well, I also used my rockwood charcoal. And I'm telling you what, that stuff is amazing. It's the best. Boom. It yes. is amazing. I got some at Deerberg's this weekend. Oh, it is. Fantastic. Jonathan Heslip taking care of business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a bag right there, Lizzie. Uh, and of go. course, we remind our, our our viewers, our listeners can't see, but for the people who watch our podcast, um, we put our advertisers and sponsors at the bottom of the page so you can see who they are and what they are. Pro Joe with a nice little touch there. Appreciate it, buddy. Okay, serious news now. We jump in on a Monday. There's always so much to get to, but my, oh my, oh my. We hear so much about Donald Trump. Oh, there's a rape case. And then it comes out last week. The woman who was allegedly raped said on CNN that, well, rape can mean a lot of things. It doesn't have to be physical. And I was like, what? And of course, the media runs with it in the headlines. But then you have a woman named Tara Reid who is getting ready to testify in a rape case against Joe Biden. You may not even have known about this. It's going on because national media doesn't cover it. However, she tweeted this and it just makes you wonder what the hell is going on? Why is she saying this? What is she doing? She tweeted, I want to make something clear. If something happens to me, all roads lead to Joe Biden. Joe Biden and the DNC political machine threats, bullying, and intimidation over the last three years will not work. I am not going to be unalive because we can't say the S word or you get bans on right. social media. Exactly, because her wording actually meant, actually said a word. Yes. It's so crazy that here- It's the S word to be unalive. It's so crazy here in the United States, we are so censored that we can't say the S word. <sighs> I mean, we're, we have to come up with a code for everything. How crazy is she that? Goes on to, so she goes on to say, I am not S word, meaning unalive. I should not be under investigation, nor am I a foreign agent. I'm a private citizen. 
I was a former staffer of Joe Biden's that has chosen to step forward to tell the truth. The tactics using intimidation and bullying to silence me and suppress me using DOJ and FBI and social media will not work. Leave me alone. I will testify under oath in Congress if asked to do so and tell what happened and what I know. The Biden corruption must end, period. Thank you. And then she said, and then she was thanking uh, Matt Gates, another representative, for inviting me to testify and caring about the truth. And if you look in the comments, people were giving her a hard time. And you know, she went as far as to say that she was raped. She said, I was raped. And you can't uh, justify rape. I mean, that's what she stated. And so why, why isn't this brought up? We've talked about it. Why isn't this brought up more often? And now finally, she's going to potentially testify to her account. I've read her entire testimony in the past. Of course it's, you it's have. Chilling. It is, <laughs> it is chilling. It I've is, seen her on, in an interview, too, and she is adamant he raped her. And she goes into, if you go back and read her testimony from a few years ago, she goes into great detail. But it goes to show what happens to people if they're on the Democrat regime. They don't, uh, they don't have to face the piper, do they? Well, what the, the, the point about it is the only thing you've heard, oh, Trump's in a rape case. And now the woman is even saying, well, rape doesn't mean it doesn't have to mean physical violence. I'm hearing on the on the uh, tech, the, the, our, our tech line that you can't use the R word either. OK, thank you for letting us know that, <laughs> I mean, too. Is there My anything God. we can say? S.A. Like sexual. Is there anything we can yeah, say? A sexual assault, I guess. I say screw the platforms that don't let us speak. Um, well, no, 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 I know. This is, no. this is just the way no. they're chipping away. It at, is. At they're chipping away at our freedom. It'll, it'll eventually be at no words. You, you can't say anything. We're almost there already. Yeah. We're almost there already. Um, I just looked at the line. Chip says, I was in Maine for Father's Day a couple of years ago, and they were called blade stakes up there, but I had to go to like five different stores to find a butcher. This was about the pork steak. I wanted to get that in there to go back to find out who knew what I was talking about. That's funny. I appreciate that. Um, but that whole situation with Tara Reid, once again, it, it sucks because national media, when they're controlled by the Democratic Party or the DNC and media operatives and all the companies that have the money to pay them, they won't cover the story. But it's out there. It's happening and what courage, considering to come out and say this, yeah, I'm going to go testify. I'm going to stand up and say what happened and what's going on when it gets into a lot of the affairs that happened um, with Joe Biden. Not Donald Trump, Joe Biden. But just remember, as I was saying, once again, remember the woman who's allegedly saying that Donald Trump raped her in what, 1991 or 92 is saying it doesn't have to be a physical thing. And of course, it's a headline that just gets played out. However, it, it was physical. I know it, it was. Physical. She's well. She alleged that it was. Oh but no, then, she gave the but entire then she testimony. Came, but then she came out and said it doesn't have to be, which didn't make any sense to well, me with CNN last week, which cast doubt to those who were wondering, well, why would you even say that? I, w I wonder why she said that too, because I've read her testimony and I've read what he did to her, and it was definitely under the term with the R word. Sherry said she also said that rape is sexy. Uh, now that I've not heard. Yeah, I mean, it was a bizarre interview, Tabitha. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. 
Um, so anyway, um, you know, Drew brings up a good point. If you're, if you've done nothing wrong, you go to a courtroom, not Congress, and, not and necessarily. It, no, not necessarily. And could it be that people are, the media is portraying her to be crazy or to be, you know, off balance or whatever to discredit her? That's something we have to think about too. So, um, I mean, does that resonate with people? I mean, she's worried that something is going to happen to her. So she puts it out on Twitter. I think that goes with what you said before, that even the younger people are now starting to want to vote for Trump and not Biden. Maybe all of this over-exaggeration and flat-out lies, the younger people are waking up and going, okay, not another thing. So it could be. And and let's not forget this. I'm going to throw this out here. And I've got to find this guy's name. I have it here. So there is another man who is claiming that he was coming to the United States to testify against Biden, against Hunter, against Biden's brother, Jim, and that he, he the government was weaponized against him is his claim. He claims that he's, I can't recall where he is. I'm trying to find the story. But he was in another country, was called back here to the United States to testify. And the next thing you know, he was arrested uh, for dealing arms. And he said he has never dealt in arms. He has never sold weapons. He said it is absolutely a tactic to keep him from testifying against the Biden family. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Um, when did this allegedly happen? I am trying to find it. I had the story this morning. And if you I can don't find know, it, I don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, if you find it, let me know from that standpoint. I will. Uh, if not today, then tomorrow. But Because, yeah, this guy... Gosh, I wish I could remember what his name was. I just read it this morning, and he said that he was due to testify about the business transactions, the illegal dealings of the Biden family. And sure enough, the FBI raided his home, wherever it is he lives, and arrested him on on arms trading, federal arms trading. Well, I know we have the whole situation that you talk about. Well, I don't know if I can trust the voting system and how it all works, but I can tell you this much. All of the everything that's going on with Joe Biden, his administration, his people that he has put in place to run this country, it's not good. And it may be having an effect on certain situations and aid groups, age groups, as Lizzie was just talking about. Um, even George Stephanopoulos, hardcore Democratic media guy himself, came out and said that those numbers that I referred to on ABC are, quote, brutal for President Biden. Brutal. Because it was released yesterday, it said that 63% of American adults, and this is an ABC poll, a conservative poll. I mean, excuse me, a liberal poll, non-conservative. 63% of American adults do not think Biden, 80, has the mental sharpness it takes to serve effectively as president, compared to only 32% that think that he does. 5% said they had no opinion. Now, the number did shoot up nine percentage points since the same poll was conducted a year ago. So that shows a bad, bad, bad trend for Joe Biden, especially after he just announced that, oh yeah, I'm going to run for president. Now, respondents were also asked the same question about former President Donald Trump. He's 76, four years younger than Biden. He's currently the front runner, of course, in the GOP by a lot. I mean, maybe 30, even as much as 32 percentage points. 54% said they didn't think that he had the mental sharpness compared, or excuse me, said that he does have the mental sharpness. 54% said he does compared to Biden's 32%. <laughs> and 64% said that, yes, he does have the physical health to serve as president compared to just 33% 
for Joe Biden. This poll blew me away, and that's why we took time with it. Like I said, always look at the poll. Who's putting it together? ABC is a liberal-leaning network, and these numbers heavily favor Donald Trump. It almost made me go, wait a second. Are they trying to rally their base? I mean, why would they put out the, the true numbers here in regards to why it's so bad for Joe Biden? And this is bad, 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 bad. I found, this, I found the article I was talking about. Okay. And this is what it states. This is on Fox National. It says the cryptic message was posted, going back to Tara Reid, after Dr. Gal Luft, a co-director of a Washington, D.C.-based think tank, claimed he was an arrested in an effort to stop him from revealing information about the Biden family. His statement is, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S. The U.S. claiming I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. He said the DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim and Hunter Biden. Shall I start naming names? Wow. Where is he right now? In prison. <laughs> oh, wow. Do, does that give his name? Yeah, yeah, I just said his name. I'm his sorry. Name. Oh, that's okay. Gal Luft, Dr. Gal Luft, G-A-L, Gal Luft. And from what country? Cyprus. Oh, my God. Cyprus. Um, wow. Okay. Do we, and we got to get up to, I mean, that whole story just seems bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. And when was yeah. that from again? Uh, this was just this week. Uh, and he was, he, Cyprus is a, a small country in the Mediterranean. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it it would be interesting to hear Cyprus, Cyprus, Cyprus. Yeah, you're probably right. Epstein and Cyprus, Cyprus. He could. Well, Kathy <laughs> says. Could. Kathy yeah. says, enter Michelle Obama. Uh, Chip says Biden is a deep puppet controlled by the DOJ. Um, oh, yeah, sure. The, I mean, there, there's a lot of time before the election. Numbers can change. It can go up and down. But we already see, and even if nothing comes out of it from a charge standpoint, what's happening with the Republican Oversight Committee regarding the Biden corruption, um, that's not going away. And then we continually have videos, um, and, and we'll show some more tomorrow, of Biden just getting lost just he's continuing to get lost whenever he talks lost and did you do you see that they're starting to play along with him yes i watched a video of him and he, he his he had a desk on the stage i guess he was going to sign some documents in public and he walked from the podium over to the desk was looking for who knows what and whatever it was well, obviously wasn't there he went back to the podium <laughs> and then you see pelosi and schumer and all of them and they're all looking around for like oh what might it be and then he wanders back over not mm -hmm. looking he has no idea what's going on but they're trying to play it up well they're well they're trying to play it up but i'm telling you right now it's getting lost with the younger crowd too yes. interesting stat 40 percent of the voters 40 percent. this is a change in the election are considered to be, quote, younger voters, younger voters. And that's about a 40 and under age group. And he's losing out with that group. Blew my mind because in the midterm election, the 18 to 35, it didn't go all the way up to the 40. I think it was the 18 to 35 group uh, in every state went blue. But something has started to change since the midterm election. And it started to twist and turn into something purplish red, which blows my mind, according to ABC. I think I think that is happening. Just this weekend, I have my oldest is in his 30s, and he does not like Trump. He doesn't understand my love for Trump. What does he do? 
He is a business analyst for Spectrum, and okay. he also works part time at WashU doing um, like it's like Evil Geniuses. It's gaming. Okay. So he'd be your typical millennium. He's very successful. Has a house in Shaw, but he's probably left of center. He's not a total but he, progressive. He's also the one that lived in California for Correct. a long time, and that's partly what changed him. Because when he was in California, he came back, and he's like, "Those people are worse than what your grandpa used to say." Because my grandpa used to call Californians fruits and nuts. <laughs> and my son and daughter-in-law could not believe what was going on. And since he's been home, and I think with what's going on with Biden, his left to center is going to center and it's shifting to the right. He still doesn't love Trump, but he's now waking up to, I like what Trump did. And he makes, my son makes a lot of money and he doesn't want it going away. He wants to keep it. Anyone who wants to keep their money should yes. definitely vote Republican. Absolutely. Because if you don't, guess what? You're not, well, well you might get a, a stipend each month from the government. It'll be just enough uh, to keep you fed, but not right. quite enough to get you ahead. Yes. A fr- a That's friend the of Democrat mine, plan. A friend of mine from Los Angeles area, he's done very well. He owns rights to movies. Um, Tampa, his, his industry is pretty interesting. So if TV shows or networks need certain sound bites or video of certain people. I know someone who does that also. He owns the rights. It's a lucrative business. Um, he's a SLU grad, a SLU college grad, went to LA, hit it big. He's in town and we had a conversation on Friday about this. Um, he said, Vic, I'm convinced. He's like, I travel, I talk to people. Yes, most people are liberal in Los Angeles, but they don't even know why. Of course right. they do. He's like, there, there are fringe people that you come across that say, yeah, I'm going to vote this and vote that. However, when they talk and you start to talk issues, they're like, we can't stand Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. We can't stand our local government with what some of the things that are happening. We despise the homelessness. We despise the inflation. He's like, yeah, but when they go to the polling, they check the Democratic candidate because they feel that they have to because that's where they are. The peer pressure gets in to those situations, which also surprises me when it comes to the polling. Dare I say things could be changing when you see somebody like Joe Biden, and we all know he can't do the job. He hasn't done the job. And I mean, he's given us, I, I, I don't know, 100 clips of being lost anywhere and everywhere he goes. Does it change things? But but that aggravates me, Vic. You know, I don't know your friend, obviously, but but the but the the problem is, and he so says many, he has to be quiet. And he's so like, I just listen to people, and he's like, Vic, I'm not some hardcore right guy. He's like, you know, I, I'm down the middle to the right, maybe a little. He's like, but I'm telling you, it's one of those things where it's peer pressure, and people just get caught up in everything that's. Going well, you're on supposedly around. not as nice if you live in California, according to my son. That if you vote right, you're a big bad meanie who do but who not even care about knows? social issues. No one even knows. To me, when you go to the ballot and you you cast your vote, you should be voting for yourself. Not yes. what people want or expect, not what your neighbors are voting for. You look at your own finances, you look at your own personal goals and values, mm-hmm. and that is where you vote. And you know what? No one knows who you're voting for. It is your one private moment in life. And your friend, I hate to say it, is part of the problem. Why is that? Anyone who votes Democrat is part of the problem. He didn't say he's voting. He's a Republican. Well, I know you said he's a Republican, but yeah. I thought you said by peer pressure he voted Democrat. No, no, he says people oh, do. Oh, people do. Yeah. I understand. Well, I will I will retract that. No. <laughs> he just says that's why you have a two-to-one margin. He's like, I'm talking to people. Like this polling from ABC News. He's like, I'm like, how the hell is California continuing to vote Democrat, Democrat, Democrat? Yet when I talk to people... They're like, no, we can't stand this. It doesn't make sense, it, especially with money. 
And we all know when you talk to people, when it comes to their number one voting issue, most of the time it's money. Could it be changed with younger people? Yeah. If you're already, if you're, if your money is taken care of, or if somebody's supplying money for you, money's not going to be the number one issue. But if you're a hardworking American and having to support yourself and others, yeah, money becomes number one. It is almost every single election, Absolutely. money, economy, um, safety, security. And if you want, if you want to be safe, if you want to be secure, secure, if you want to have money, if you have stocks, if you have a bank account, you cannot vote Democrat. I have a lot of Democrat right, friends. Can't. I have a lot of very progressive liberal friends too. And I will flat out tell them, if you voted Democrat, you are part of the problem. Don't complain to me about your stocks going down, about being worried about your bank, because this is what you voted for. Mm -hmm. And these people, most of them knew what they were voting for. They knew it. A lot of people feel like, like it doesn't matter you know, you cast your vote and your vote doesn't count either way. But and sometimes it doesn't because we know Democrats often pay for voters. Maybe we need to start paying for voters. I'm I, I find I don't know. We're going to continue to follow and see where all of this goes, because Donald Trump is dominating from that side with Ron DeSantis. And now officially, if he were in a hypothetical election with Joe Biden, he would win according to ABC News. Um, does anything happen that can affect that from a Republican standpoint at this point in time? No. But it is interesting. The attacks are coming, and, the, and they're strong attacks. And then over the weekend, two representatives who really support Donald Trump big time are Byron Donald and Matt Gates, and they've become very popular figures in the Republican Party. Um, back in 2018, they were on the debate team for Ron DeSantis if he were to ever have a debate with Donald Trump. Well, they were in a different mindset then because they're very vocal for Donald Trump right now. Well, somebody leaked videos of them talking about Donald Trump. Oh, no. And oh, they're no. pissed off about it. They, it's, they call it dirty politics. The person who actually shot the video, somebody paid them, of course. They, they got the payoff to try to go after Donald Trump in a sleazy, uh, evil tactical move. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're done with you. Um, we're going to go after uh, Donald Trump and we're going to use video from you from dun, 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 five years ago. Um, so expect more of those situations. That what are was said? They're so attacking Donald Trump. And so they might not have liked him five years ago, but a lot has changed. A lot has changed. And, and, and I always tell people, you know what? It's okay if you like DeSantis better. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you don't like Trump at all, but I would hope that every person, every American would say, I may not like Trump for X reason, mm -hmm. but I at least liked his policy because I promise you, we were in a better place under Trump than we are now on so many different levels. So many different levels. For sure. I, I don't think, I can't believe there's anybody out there who has more money now than they did then. It's, it would be impossible to believe. Well, of course not. It, it's a much better situation now, but here we are trying to figure everything out and where we're going to go because um, we're talking about this situation, but at the same point in time, um, I, I think it's a, a perfect opportunity to talk about the whole situation regarding a tab take for today when it comes to the debt ceiling and money, because you all know where you're going to get your best shot at money, safety, security. It's with a Donald Trump presidency, or if he decided to back out a Ron DeSantis, it's not with a Joe Biden, 
because you look at what's going on right now. And I think the debt situation, as you wanted to do for today's tab take, makes sense. You know, it's it's a scary situation. And, you know, we've had the debt ceiling. We've raised it, I believe, at 68 times or 70, 70 something times over the past 60 plus years. So it's not unusual to raise the debt ceiling. But the problem is, and for anyone who doesn't know what the debt ceiling is, is that's the money that we borrow against U.S. Treasury bonds and so on. And, and we're at a point right now, we, the debt ceiling is $31.4 trillion is where we stand. They claim by 2033, the debt ceiling is going to be at $52 billion. Oh, wow. And so obviously, that's a really big... That's a big issue. Nobody's talking about it. It's a big issue. And, and, and I, I think that... Hold on one second. Um, so yes, we definitely have to work on that. We don't... We don't have sound. I took care of it. It's because I took Vic off the camera oh, and I his, can, his it, 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 yeah, we're back. Vic is okay. always a problem, isn't he? He's not even in here. <laughs> we're back. Poor Vic. Poor Vic. Sorry about we that, guys. Him. And so, so anyway, so we're talking about the debt ceiling. Um, I'm, I guess I'm just going to start over because people, I don't know what everyone heard. But anyway, uh, the debt ceiling is when we borrow against the U.S. Treasury bonds. We're continuing to spend money. But when we hit that ceiling, we have a, a measure in place where it can't go any further to keep us from borrowing extensively. So right now, the debt ceiling was set at $31.4 trillion. And where we, are we at? And Well, right now, we're at, as of last night, 31.7. Okay. So we, we went over the debt ceiling back in January, but Congress was able to go and the Treasury Department was able to find, we didn't raise the debt ceiling in January, but we were able to find more money to prolong things. So now we have another deadline coming up on June 1st in which we could potentially once again default. And if our country mm. defaults, I think we know what's going to happen. So Janet Yellen, who was our Treasury Secretary, made a, a really crazy statement this week. And, it, and it's a scary statement. But again, what I said, and I'm not sure, I know we didn't have sound for a minute. I don't know if people heard it or not. But what we, the problem we're running into is if we hit the debt ceiling, if we don't extend the debt ceiling, then we're going to default. And when we default, Janet Yelling is claiming that we're going to have a huge catastrophe on our hands. And when we have this catastrophe, she's claiming that there will be 500,000 people out of jobs. There How many? 500,000. Wow. She said it will displace okay. 500,000 people. Now, this is a worst case scenario because I think we know Democrats and Republicans will come to some sort of agreement. Sure. But, but her prediction is if we don't come to an agreement, if we don't raise the debt ceiling, people's stocks are going to drop by 45%. That's a huge drop. 500,000 people out of jobs. Federal workers are not going to be getting paid. We're going to have a lot of people not receiving their money each week. There's going to be a lot of people, obviously, not working. Inflation is going to go sky high, higher than it is now. We will be in a depression versus a recession. And what the, what the holdup is, is Democrats want to raise the debt ceiling, clearly. Republicans, they're saying, we're not going to allow you to raise the debt ceiling unless you agree to change your spending habits. Let's Maybe let's not send so much money to Ukraine. Maybe let's not spend so much money on all of these other policies, and then we won't need to raise the debt ceiling. But, at, but Biden absolutely refuses, refuses to bargain. 
that is just so crazy. It's any financial advisor tells you to take care of yourself first, meaning even in America, we don't take care of our own country, but we give all of this money to Ukraine and everywhere else, too. It just is our, ridiculous. The spending is ridiculous. And sure the is. spending under Biden is extremely ridiculous. And, but you know what, what I thought was interesting is, I believe it was Senator Lee, Republican Senator Lee, I think that's who it was, sent a letter to Chuck Schumer saying, you know, we will pass the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling, if you agree to curb spending. Guess who didn't sign it? Who? Uh, our very own Josh Hawley. Interesting. Did Why do you sign think? The letter. I don't know. I would love to know. It could be that he- U.S. Senator Josh Hawley from the state of Missouri. And, I, and I'm not it's saying interesting. it's and I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing. It could be that he might be looking back, saying, "Well, maybe we need to raise the debt ceiling mm-hmm. and keep these people employed and keep our stocks up, keep our spending going because we don't want to be a country in default." Or it could be that he's bargaining for something. Bargaining. Right now? I don't. Bargaining I wish. Ship. I wish we that did. would make sense. Yeah, it would be. I, I wanted to give a little uh, context too on the debt ceiling, just because we always try to give the facts here. We we cover every side. We have some fun. We try to educate. We try to entertain. Uh, since 1960, Congress has raised the ceiling 78 times, 49 oh. times under Republican presidents, four times under Trump, I believe, 29 times under Democrats and uh, Democratic presidents. But in recent years, as we know, it's gotten very heated. Uh, There's a big partisan uh, divide. We know about that in Congress. Uh, The debt ceiling was last raised, as I think you said, in 2021 to $31.4 trillion. That's where I saw a stat last week on Friday when you started talking about this stuff, Tabitha. I think it's every minute. Or ten a uh, million dollars. Well, you can goes look on at the, the 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 list the the debt limit ceiling. Yeah, you can look at the at the debt ratio counter. I mean, it's it's constantly ticking. And as of last night, it was thirty one point seven trillion. Um, you know they're going to raise it. It's going to happen. They're going to come to an agreement. We've seen this over and over again. This I is, believe they will. This is what happens. It everybody positions. They get into their partisan talks. And then you do the best that you can do. However, it's going to get raised again. And then I have no idea, absolutely no idea where this is going there's to go. No, there's no win here. What, um, so the debt, I mean, we already have started to see, this is where I don't get, certain companies with layoffs. And we've talked about it with one of our listeners, Robert Peterball. But then there are all kinds of jobs that are available right now. There really are, if you go out and look. And if you go to the, the websites for jobs, there are several jobs out there, yet you have major corporations starting to get rid of jobs. Do they see something that's coming? That's why I bring that up. Are they trying to prepare and save as much money as they possibly can before they get hit in sort of some sort of safety net uh, act? I think I think a combination of both. I think let's just say even if we raise the debt ceiling, even if we keep going, we're still facing some very a lot of economic hardships. They economists claim at the end of the year. So even if we raise the debt ceiling, it's not going to fix things. We're, our dollar is still losing value. It's lost 38%, I think, since like the 80s, I believe. I mean, it's, it's going to continue to lose value. And it, it's possible, even if we don't reach an agreement right away, even one month in default is a really big problem. Do you know the United States has never defaulted? Now, there, wow, there was a situation that's right, yeah. In 1979, where people called it a default, whether it was or not, I don't know, but we have never defaulted. And I don't think people understand the economic hardship that would happen to us 
as a country if we do default. So Vic, you're right. I am sure they're going to come up with a solution. But what happens if Republicans hold out and they say, hey, we're not going to approve to raise the debt ceiling unless you guys promise to curb the spending? And then Biden says, well, I'm not going to do that. How far is each party willing to go to get their way? They do what they have to do. I mean, at the end of the they'll get a debt ceiling. Because nobody will start getting paid. And then that's a problem. And then It is a problem. And that, that includes Congress. <laughs> 100%. And I can guarantee you they want their paycheck. And while this is canceled, this canceled this show.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we're going to talk about the new situation with microchips, implants. We've, we've talked about it before. And what could be coming down the pipeline, Eric and Tabitha joking back and forth about having a device implanted in your body. Well, it's starting to go mainstream. It's not mainstream in America yet, but it is in Australia. We'll tell you about a commercial that's out right now when it comes to that. But it is also interesting when it comes to commercials and marketing and trying to get people on your side. Um, I I just don't think Anheuser-Busch can get out of its own way. They put themselves back in the news again over the weekend with another, what I feel just falling flat on their face. I don't know who's in charge at AB, but hire me, please. Hire me. I will take over the messaging. This is out of line. Anheuser-Busch, after futile attempts, let's just say that, to help their image after the quote, uh, Dylan Mulvaney debacle with, oh, well, we're going to show you Clydesdales now. And, oh, it was just, you know, we're, we're just trying to move forward to, oh, it was just one person, one can of beer. Now Anheuser-Busch is blaming a third-party ad agency for the Dylan Mulvaney partnership and why they have, so they said that, well, guess what? We've cut ties with that third-party deal because it's their fault. So they allegedly, AB reportedly, sent distributors a letter saying that they fired this marketing agency responsible. And guess why? Because distributors and the people who are running those are all over AB's ass because of what's going on. You're not in the the front lines. You're not seeing what's going on, but you're seeing the numbers and you're seeing what's happening because it has a trickle-down effect. Also last week, as I brought up on this show, um, the captaincy is another situation where you get proper placement or best placement at major retailers. That's even come into question now for AB, a spot that they have dominated for decades. Now looking, oh yeah, well, maybe we need to go with Miller Lite, Coors Light, or another brand as the captaincy that gets the best, quote, branding inside of stores with shelves for the viewers or for the the consumers to see. These are major issues that are going on. Now AB is blaming the third party vendor for doing this that it was the ad agency of course it was we fired them it's always the other guy (laughs) well they're up to roughly five billion dollars in losses just in the united (laughs) states unreal was it worth it uh clearly no it was not but once again ab will not just come out and say listen we, we we trucked up okay when you mess up or you make a mistake just admit it. Don't keep lying about it or trying to take the narcissistic route where you start to blame other people. In this sense, an ad agency. It, take the blame. So many times people will lie and then they try to cover it up. And then that's what makes it worse. Or they attack you because you call them out and you start asking questions. We're just trying to find out and ask questions. What the hell is going on, AB? Why? I mean, 
I very seriously doubt that this is going to be something that goes away right now. I still, at first, I'm like, yeah, it could disappear. This is going to continue. I, I do think it is. Um, and I'm hearing from people the same thing. I don't know about you guys, our listeners, our viewers, where you're at. Um, you know, when you're somewhere, when you're doing something, what's happening, that sort of thing. People are so angry that they wanted to blame somebody for all of this nonsense and the social issues. So AB is getting blasted, I think, more than they would have even a year ago because it was simply one can. And what they did was huge. And I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, we won't buy any more um, Bud products, but they are literally getting blasted for every bit of anger that they have. So Bud isn't going to come back anytime soon, no. I don't think. Well, quote, ad agency send out hundreds of influencer kits a year. I, I didn't know that, but they do. They send out hundreds of influencer kits a year, some of which have a customized can included. This was one of those situations. They're saying one of those hundred or so influencer kits that was sent out with a picture. Um, this was according to a Texas-based Bud Light distributor. Now, they're coming out and saying that this was just one of hundreds. Well, this person decided to go public with it all. Of course, if you're an influencer, you go out and you influence. You get on social media. You get likes. You get views. You get listens. But of course, <laughs> um, I don't know what, what they're thinking because we talk about it so often. You have to be careful of the poison or the little bit of poison, so to speak, for a public inside of the sugar. Yes, it may just be a little bit, but what's going to happen? And are they trying to sneak it in there? Whatever the case, they have not had a good response. And what are we going on, a month now? Has it been a month? It has been right about a month, hasn't it? Yes. It's been right about a month. And I still don't feel as if they've gotten it right. No, not, not, a, not even a little <laughs> They're bit. They're still making excuses and saying, yes. accept what we tell you. Exactly. And, the and video, I think we've all dealt with situations like that in our life. Absolutely. The video oh, you had spoke. How dare you ask questions? Right, Exactly. And what were you talking about? The, the video? The video. We played part of it. I don't think we ever did play the whole thing last week. But it was the video that you had at a stadium. I don't recall where the stadium was. It was, was. last Thursday. Yeah. And they had the Bud Light uh, or the Anheuser-Busch stand. And then they had the other beer stand. And there was not one single person in line. Did we show the, the video last week, Joe? No, we started to, but we never did. I accidentally showed it when she, it was... Uh, Do you still have that up? He showed I it during Bud Fossil time. The audio's <laughs> kind of messed up <laughs> right now. Funny. So Okay, yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't yeah, know if we no, could take the video without the audio. Yeah, there was a Bud yeah, Fossil but, at the statement. Yeah. yeah but what, where she, and this started to go, and, and it was viral, and then it went big over the weekend, and you had people like Shapiro putting it out there and some other um, shows. Um, it was at Fenway Park, Boston Red Sox. Very telling, wasn't it? <laughs> Because there was not a one, long line at the talk other Talk about beer peer vendor. pressure the other way. Not one person was in line for the Bud Light People, products. They were all, I believe, in the Miller Light line or some of the craft brews. People I know, and now obviously this is only representative of a couple people I know, but a couple of people I know said, I'm embarrassed to buy Bud Light or Bud products because when I go to the store and I go to the case to buy it, I'm afraid everybody looks at me like I'm gay because I'm buying Bud Light. And, and even though that's not the case, you know, of course, and, and it wouldn't matter, but, but when you have that kind of stigma, a lot of men are not going to buy the beer. Not now, not now. No, they're not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, that's, that's for sure. I can tell you this much from the chat line, some great comments coming up too. Paul says they were just trying to take uh, a little bit of their social credit scores up 
and just kind of slip it past everyone, as we've talked about. Um, there are some massive companies nationwide that are now putting pressure on other companies to, quote, get your uh, social scores up. Um, I found this interesting. Michelle says, I drank my first beer in about five years the other night. Guess what it was? Coors, Coors Light. Light. Yeah, Coors Light. Uh, thank you for jumping in on that. And what this show's about, it, and it comes to cancel this. I mean, people can do whatever they want to do. Helen says, what's going on? Everyone is worried about pleasing everyone. All caps. Afraid of cancel culture. So when they tried to um, hard change this narrative, mistakes happen. And you put your foot in your mouth. She's talking about what Bud Light did. Oh, well, we have to try to please them and please, please, you know, transgender community. And you put your foot in your mouth instead of just staying steady and doing what you've done. Or better yet, not in the news for screw ups. Yeah, well said, Ellen. I agree. It's called the 2% rule. When everyone, including our government in particular, is trying to make laws, make rules, make rights for the very far 2% on the fringe left. So Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch coming out with that. I, I don't know if they're ever going to admit anything, but I think I said this Friday, I'm not sure. Uh, I did talk with somebody who runs a Miller distributorship in the country, and they said they're just keeping quiet. They're keeping their head down. As they should. They're not doing any interviews. As they should. They're very busy. The product is now flying off. They're winning without doing anything different. Now they're just trying to meet the need of what they're doing, where they're going. Um, but once again, if you talk to some of the owners of businesses uh, or bartenders, or ask them, ask them, let us know what they're saying. Jeannie said on the chat line, that, and she was selling beer this weekend, and she didn't sell one Bud Light wow. in St. Charles City. That's Not even oh my. <laughs> Okay, that's massive. That, <laughs> that is. is. No, it is. It's massive. Um, yeah. And then she said, I wonder if they're losing contracts. I don't know if you lose contracts, but when they're, when you still have leftover product and nobody's buying it as a manager, you're not going to request it. You're not going to buy anymore. I, I, I'm with Anthony Merkel on the comment line. He said, instead of trying to please a minority of people, how about they just make beer and leave it at that? It's not that hard. I agree. Why do we have to keep putting these political messages into our products, into companies? Why are these companies all of a sudden becoming woke. Uh -huh. Why can't they That's just exactly make their right. product and move along? Tabitha, as you have taught us, there's a deeper part of our country. These massive corporations that go in and say, uh-uh, we're going to put this arm onto you and see where you're going with this because we have certain agendas that we have to meet and want to get out there. Right. That's correct. So, and these are powerful companies that we have mentioned on this show. And it is unfortunate that those companies get pressured by these bigger companies into doing this. Because if you don't, oh, we're going to start and we'll put the ad campaigns out there. But why do those larger companies do that? Why do they do it? Well, it's all about messaging. It's about agenda. It can't even be about voting. It can even be about influencing younger generations. I mean, come on. We all knew. And anybody in... Um, the LGBTQIA community knows, come on, you're trying now all of a sudden to get Bud Light into the hands of transgender people? Not interested. And it's not because we're anti-LGBTQ. That's not the case. It's just that we have all, exactly. of these, all of these companies trying to 
you know, tr- trying to squander this market. Of, I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know what. When going the guy on. wasn't even a transgender, they were trying to pull something over us. He is a guy, correct? That just simply dressed as a girl. So he's a cross dresser. Yes, he's not even a transgender. They try to pull a fast one on it. He's just, and next week he might be a guy in a cowboy suit if it gets some money. I mean, he is not a transgender. I did not know that. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not. He's not a. Transgender. I don't even know if there's been any uh, puberty blockers. None. Apparently none. No. None. Uh, he was not hitting it as a man. He wasn't hitting the ratings, the clicks, whatever. Mm-hmm. He decided to switch it up. And here's what happened. And it's a slow process. One day you're like, oh, I'll start dressing a little bit differently. Then, okay, I'm getting a few more clips and clicks. I'll do my hair differently or grow my hair out. Okay, I'll wear a dress. Then yeah. I'll wear makeup. Now I'll start talking the game. And then now I'll start you know, looking more like the game. I'll start going to these places. I'll start posting. So one, and then each, but here's the thing each day, week, month, whatever your deciding time factor is, you have to do something more. You have to push the envelope a little bit more to get people to come back. Because once people hear what you have, it's like, okay, that's you fine. have to keep pushing that limit. You keep pushing the envelope. You keep pushing the envelope. You keep pushing the envelope until you get to a situation where you're there because you have to get the clicks. So he's looking for his 15 minutes of fame is what you're saying. Sounds like that, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. And that's how it's, I had no idea. I mean, idea. to me, it sounds exactly. This is the exactly first I've heard it. 100%. I had no idea. He was, he was known in Hollywood, he was known before any of this. Well, because I say I know the name. You'll see. But have you name, seen the side by side pictures? No. And he did this big not. thing on the Price is Right too, and made yeah. a big deal out of of things. He makes a big deal out of everything, hoping to to get clicks, like Vic said. Right. Even to the point now, and I don't know if he's gay or he's not gay. That's not even the point. It's the point is mocking women, and for the first time, really for the first time, people that are more on the right are sticking to it because he's making a mockery of women, and he's making a mockery of the beer. And let's so not forget. Let's not forget how all of this started and how some of the outrage started is that Anheuser-Busch did this during Women's Month. Exactly. I mean, that's where yes. the outrage started. Yes. Because they honored a what we assumed was a trans during Women's Month. Mm-hmm. That's how the outrage began. It is bizarre. It is what's happening. It's the year 2023. What else can be thrown at us? That's for sure. We've got all kinds of things with that, including... When we come back from this quick break, microchips being implanted in bodies and now being promoted as something that's just wonderful. Hey, this is great. We're going to plant these bo- these chips in your hands and everything that it's supposed to do. Um, we'll take a break. Uh, check out our sponsors. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Pro Joe's here. Lizzie Sparks in the studio running the chat line. Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Eric Johnson with the day off. Back with more Cancel This right after this with what's happening now in Australia that could be coming to airways near you regarding implants in your bodies. And we try to give those commercials. I'll do them myself. I love doing the commercials by myself. Anyway, we go through that. Um, it is time to take a look at some of the partners here. We thank our our partners that we have from an advertising standpoint. Of course, Wendy's Food and Shack and Saloon in the Chesterfield Valley in the St. Louis area. Literally the best pizza, beers, and wings. Uh, smoked meat serving the salon for the outdoor patio. Also, Strategic Air Services, your premier private transportation. Providers in all things aviation from aircraft management to concierge services and acquisition. How about Rockwood Charcoal? Tabitha talked about using it over the weekend. Her quote was, 
That's some serious stuff, man. That stuff works well. She was able to get her meat smoked as well. Jonathan Heslop tells us, of course, that real charcoal should break apart in your hands. It should not be fortified by any wood. And Rockwood is not. Renewal by Anderson, of course. It is time to take a look at the best window company you're going to find, not only in the Missouri area, but around the country. You can go to our site at cancelthisshow.com. You can get a free consultation. Once again, free consultation. You can book on our website. Uh, see how much money you can actually save with your windows. Include the look of your house. Improve the value of your home, especially now when those homes are getting a lot of top dollar, put the windows in. We have a phone number there too. You can give them a call or you can just book the consultation as well. Greenlight Dispensary now with several locations. You can check out our website for their locations, canceltheshow.com. There's also a $5 coupon right there. Experience Real Estate Partners, Kathy Helbig Stricken Crew, taking care of business, making sure that you have all of your questions asked. Um, there's no pressure. Whatever questions you have, give them a call. Dr. Mahesh Bagway, arguably one of the best orthopedic surgeons when it comes for anything sports-related, whatever happened to you, injury on the job, uh, you can check out Dr. Mahesh Bagway. And of course, show sponsor, Complete Auto Body and Repair. By the way, we're going to have their golf tournament next Monday, guys. we got to talk about that. That's coming up next Monday, Complete Auto Body and Repair. Uh, we got to put together a team. <laughs> I had one person asking... Uh, Carroll House Furniture, uh, because you'd like nice things. The premier St. Louis Furniture with over 50 name brands. They proudly boasted support of faith and family as well. And if you're looking for an auto protection situation, Athena Auto Protection, you can get a free quote. You can contact them on our website as well. Cancelthisshow.com. All right, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Eric Johnson with the day off. Tab of the hassle here. Lizzie Sparks in studio. Projo making things happen. Um, We've got things going on with everything. It is a Monday. We welcome everybody back into the show. I'll tell you this, another thing that's happening um, is these microchips. This is getting to be some serious stuff. Tabitha uh, sent me an article. I checked it out. And they're running commercials in Australia now with microchips. Hey, this is great. You put it in your hand. It takes care of all pain. It takes care of medical it takes care of um it, you have all of your information all of your medical records it, it's your medical debit records card. too oh yeah but one scan of the chip will reveal all of your medical records so if you go to the doctor they just scan your your chip in your wrist and they have all of your medical records if you go shopping it automatically issues a payment by just scanning your wrist it'll automatically debit your credit card or your bank account <laughs> It serves so many different purposes. And it, it, of course, it's also your identity. You don't have to have your ID because your ID is part of the chip. And it's unfortunate that something that would seem so convenient is actually so dangerous for us because I, you know, that's also a way to track people, track your movements, know everywhere. I keep my, my location services on my phone off. Because a lot of people don't even know this, but Google tracks you everywhere you go. And, and, it, and you have to go further than just clicking that little button on the front page that says turn off your location. Think about this chip. You can't turn it off. It, it knows everything you do, everywhere you go, every purchase you make, every dollar in your bank account. It knows everything about you. I turned my location services off as well when you told us about that before. And I was like, really, it's no big deal. But then also, as we already know, the phone listens to us. It's almost as if we're carrying a device around with us already. That's why I call it the little spy device. I, I, I know you do, and <laughs> I'm not going off the deep end here, but 
we like to forget about that because if we really take time to think about what we're happening with our phone, it's here and it's getting us. That's why I kind of got one over to, you know what? I'm not so into, I'm not going over, going off the deep end on the TikTok stuff because what you say about the oh, phone. Oh yeah. The TikTok is nothing compared to what is so real that is. this is going around with us. I mean, I was like, okay, you've got to keep an open mind. And that's what this show is about. Um, a lot of times people get too prideful. I'm not going to change my mind. I am what I am. When I heard you break down from the phone situation and did a little research, I was like, truck. And you know what, Vic? Damn. It's so much worse than that. So, it's, you what know do you what, mean? what I didn't know back then, this was probably two years ago when we talked about that. Well, the situation is now we find out, and Bindi kind of mentioned this on the comment line, is it's the illusion of, once again, the illusion of safety and security, is when you take your little spy device out and you hit your little location off button, that's one, one measure. But you can go further than that, because even if you do that, you're still being tracked. And not only are you being tracked, maybe tomorrow I'll show you guys where to find this on your phone. Not only are you being tracked, mm -hmm. but it tells, it, there is an app on your phone, automatically installed, part of Google services. It traps tracks everywhere you go, it, what business you've been to, how long you were there, where you drive every day, and even when you turn it off, it's still working behind the scenes. It just tells you it's off. Google Maps does that. It does. Yeah, it, yes. you, can, you can go look at your history and yes, see where can. you've been for the past six months. That's Absolutely. exactly right. So is that what that live 360? And we have that. So I know my phone is tracking me everywhere, but we have the kids all on there and, you know, our whole family on there. But we're being tracked constantly. So if I want to look up where my kids been, I, every little move they make, I can tell. You can tell. And, you, you, you know, you might think you can turn it off. But you can't. But you really can't. No. You really can't. can't. And, and with 360, you actually can turn it off where you can't see where your kids are. There is a trick to turn it off. Oh, well, I'll have to learn that. I'll have to learn that. You know, when I first realized there was a problem, all of a sudden I get a knock at the door and it's the dog catcher. And the dog catcher came and um, said that someone had called because they were afraid of our German Shepherd. Make a long story short, but because she is chipped and all of that information, they were able to check where she went to the vet, if her shots were up to date, and all of that. So he was basically just coming to tell me, I'm just telling you, you got a call, but we're going to mark you off the list. Everything's good. And it dawned on me, they know even everything about my dog, even the vet, all of it, because she's chipped. Yep. I love animals being chipped, though. I, I do, too. And that's and then, why my dogs are chipped. <laughs> but it dawned on me, wow, what if they did that to us? So I'm not saying not. So down with that. And people are right. choosing. There are people in the United States who are chipped. They're choosing to, to be, be chipped. chipped. Yes. Right now, you can choose to get a chip. You can do that. But in, in some countries, they are forcing you, some people, to get chips. There are some people in this country. I can't remember the name of the, the company. There is a company, and I thought they had a location in Missouri, where they are allowing employees to get chipped. Instead of using a security badge, they have their chip to get in and out. A microchip company in January, uh, you know, four or five months ago, said that they had a stat where 50,000 people have already elected to have a subdermal chip yep. surgically inserted between the thumb and index finger. So right in here, like, so you just swipe your hand right through there. Um, how do you feel about that? I, I'm, I'm a hard no. I, I'm, I'm a hard no. no. Hard no. No, I mean, hard no. putting a, a foreign object inside that can now track everything that you're doing. Now, one side will say, look at all the advantages. Look at how easy this is. It makes life so much easier. But are we really ready to go that way? 
Well, like I went to Walmart yesterday, take something back, and I didn't, didn't even dawn on me about this. I didn't need my receipt, but because I do Walmart.com sometimes, they had in a list of every one of my purchases for four years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, people even know what, all they have to do is go to Walmart, find out what I buy. Well, you're right. That's why whenever people say, well, you've got to take something back to Walmart, you don't need your receipt because they already know they what already you bought. Know. <laughs> even if you just do it on your credit card and it has your name, it links over there. It does. That's great in one way. If I lost my receipt, but I'm thinking, gosh, where are we not tracked these it's days? It's not good because if something happens and let's say you end up in some sort of court case, yeah. they can go back and, and look at those files. Absolutely, they could. And, and Lisa on the comment line said, well, why aren't they chipping all convicted pedophiles? Why aren't all criminals who commit, let's say, felonies or violent what felonies, a great point. why aren't they chipped? They want to chip us. You know, how much crime would that solve if we chipped violent felons if let's say somebody committed a homicide or a a rape and they get oh I, I wasn't supposed to say the r word and let's say they committed one of these crimes why not chip them because guess what then you would always know they can cut an ankle bracelet off yeah. i mean i guess Correct. they technically could dig a chip out too but they're probably not going to but criminals have way more rights it seems than us of course they do. it's ridiculous oh and i know joe were you trying to add something about the chips Oh, I was just going to say, they're going to have to kill me before they put a chip in me. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, no, I I, I appreciate the insight. <laughs> I agree. I well agree. Said. that doesn't happen. I didn't want the cupcake or any of that either. They would have had to have come and got us. So uh, Donna says, trade phones to mess up tracking. Um, the thing with getting chipped is that it's more of a European situation right now. Only, and this gets into some of the things with cash that Tabitha has talked about before, and if you didn't realize already, Tabitha, it's Tabitha use cash hassle. I've got cash in my purse <laughs> one, right now. F- some facts. Only one in four people in Sweden right now actually use cash and more turning to the chip in Sweden to have a chip because they love it. And I'm a hard no on it, despite the fact that I've even said on this show in the past, and I think Eric looked at me like I was crazy. I don't care if people know where I'm going because I don't have anything to hide. Now, people are like, well, what about your privacy? That's stupid, Vic. You should. I'm like, okay, I get it. And I think that you're right too. I'm just saying, I don't care if people know where I'm at. Now, maybe part of that's because I know that they don't <laughs> and, I do, and I don't have a chip on me, but because I've always been like, you know what? If I know that my kids are always going to be safe or my loved ones would be safe, then yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with someone being chipped because I see some of the horrible stories that can happen when people go missing. Now, I know that those are small cases of amounts of numbers of people who are alive when those cases happen. However, no, I don't want anything surgically implanted in my damn no, hand. absolutely not. Hell no, hell no, hell no. Well, I, I, I don't even see the advantages just for speed. Yet, I'm sure there's people out there who think that this is really cool in America. You know, even, it's the same the ones even driving in their car with a mask. But, but let's also... Prob- <laughs> probably. Let's also remember, we're all upset about chips. But if you if you carry your phone with you, it already knows everything you do and everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. If you use a debit card, yep. that identifies all of your purchases. So we're already voluntarily chipping ourselves to some degree. Wait a second. Donna says your car tracks you. If so, how? Yes, my car tracks me. I just, my husband is it a, got me a Is it because it's a newer me. car? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. is there a certain ages that technology mm-hmm. you have to come with the vehicle? I can guarantee you my Jeep does not track me. <laughs> my Jeep doesn't track, but this newer car that my husband got me, I, it tracks me. It's it the does. weirdest thing. If it, it doesn't it has even let stuff. me drive. Yeah. 
If it yeah. has OnStar, it has the capability to track it. And most mm-hmm. vehicles these days do have a GPS locator on them that the, that is installed for, for payment purposes through your dealership. Mm. So, I mean, there's several different ways your vehicle can track you. But there can be some positives with that, too, as we know. If your car gets stolen, 100%, you'd like to know exactly where it is, right? Of course you would. So it's weighing the good with the bad. And that situation can also offer a lot of situations. Jerry says, Vic, all vehicle tires are chipped. Had no freaking I idea. I did not know that. How the hell I is believe it. Okay, how the hell is that? And I where, didn't know that either. And where but is But it wouldn't the be chip? chipped to you, to your person. Maybe they could trace the tire by the chip. I don't know. Seriously, well, look at the a- cars that are stolen that they're tracked to back to the dealership and the dealership can find the person. Oh, yeah. And some so of these, is that the tires? Some of these newer vehicles, like a, let's say if you buy a new Tesla yeah. and it's <laughs> and some other cars, it, not only can it find you, it can find the car, disable it, and the car will drive itself back to the dealership. That is a true thing. I mean, it's it's crazy the world we live in. My, my Jeep... It's a little bit older. It has zero GPS or tracking system. Um, No one can find me. Jay says not true. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe the tires being chipped. Um, Not sure. I hadn't heard that before, but what a great story. I've never heard that. I mean, I could see them being chipped, but they wouldn't be connected to you. Because when you buy a tire, you don't have to give your personal information. Um, Jay says all new tires have TPMS equipped on tires. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that's some sort of tracking, uh, tracking device. Um, Drew says, if you have built-in GPS, of course, you're definitely going to be attracted. Of course, we know that. Um, and then, you know, it depends on what you're doing with your phone at the same point. Turning your phone off, believe it or not, actually works. If you turn your phone off, it does not and cannot track you. Um, That's not necessarily true either. Some phones, yeah. well, even even when it's off, if, it, if it's sealed and you can't take out the battery, it's tracking you when it's off. To some degree, because, you know, well, I think, you know, I write a crime blog and, every, and you know, there's often these women who are missing and murdered. And the first oh. thing the, the criminal does is turn their phone off or, you know, take the in the older phones, take the battery out and the police have no way to track them. Maybe there's still ways for the government to track. But if so, they don't give that information to police. Anthony Natty and his two cents saying the tire TPMS couldn't track you because the signal isn't strong enough to travel beyond the car. So we've got- oh, I know what they're talking about now. The, 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 the chip that signals your vehicle when you need to put air in your car, in your tire. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. I, was, I wasn't yeah. making the connection with that. Now I get it. And Paul jumps in and says the newer phones have a lot of backdoors uh, to kind of coincide with what sure Joe was talking about regarding anything and everything that can happen with sure your phone. Do. And of course, we all started to see these things happen. I don't know. I think I started to see it maybe five, eight to 10 years ago. Maybe that long ago, because I know that I was in the Detroit area when I saw something pop up uh, on my phone after I was talking to Alexa. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, your phone hears everything. And it records it. it. Everything you do. Everything you do. And the NSA can play that back later. There's no question about it. But you remember what happened to me last week? Where I was, I have two different devices at home. One of my devices stopped working. And I thought, well, what in the world is going on? So I went to use my regular phone to call to find out why that wasn't working. And then I realized my cell phone wasn't working, like my normal cell phone that I use every day. Called the carrier. Well, I had my mom called the carrier because my phone wouldn't work. I couldn't do a darn thing with it. And she called and they told her they had no record of my account whatsoever. No record of my phone number. No record of me ever having an account 
my phone would not work. But what's so weird is the two devices are not with the same company, not connected whatsoever. And the other one never did start working again. But how is it that the carrier completely lost my account? They couldn't help her. They couldn't help me. And then all of a sudden it magically came back on. But when it did, all the pages were different. Okay. Isn't that what's strange? That? That is weird. I will that never really know weird. what happened, what? but it is so, and now my but phone. But everything is back normal? Yeah, but now my phone gets hot all the time. Like, like I have an app running that I don't have running. I have no idea what's going on. Like, even when my phone's not <laughs> plugged in and I'm not using it, it gets super hot. And I'm like, there's something running on my phone that I don't know about. That's because the aliens, uh, the aliens are in her phone. Well, they're going to be really bored if they're watching me. <laughs> <laughs> all but, I do is work. But when we talk about chips... You can't go without talking about the other side of the chips. We have talked about most of these chips that are being planted, mostly in Europe, between the thumb and first finger in this area, so to speak. Um, but then it wasn't all that long ago that Elon Musk was pushing for implanting his brain chips in humans. Yes, you, yeah. the okay. Neuralink. He's Neuralink. still doing that. I mean, that that's something that they're working on. They're actually working on uh, doing human testing now. And his whole deal, now, once again, I know we have some people who wonder about Elon Musk, specifically on this show, people who comment on the live portion of our podcast, but he was rolling this out for humans that would have a chip to help people with spinal cord injuries. Mm -hmm. So something good, maybe something that allows somebody to walk and of course, if you have that opportunity, if something horrible like that's happened to you, you're going to put a chip in your brain, of course, to try to walk for the most Absolutely part. Absolutely so. 100%. Um, he also, he hasn't really given specific time frames, but if we talk chips and Elon Musk is involved with what else he has done, you have to think that's coming to market. And I, we haven't seen a lot of promotion for it, at least I haven't. He's, he's but talked it's got about it. To, I mean, he's got a lot going on. Have you heard Have you heard his own comments in regards to Neuralink? I don't think so. He said it's revolutionary. And the things and the control that you could potentially have in someone's brain with something like Neuralink, if someone were to use it for nefarious purposes, oh, man. would be overwhelming. But, but the good thing is, if they if they only use it for people who have spinal cord injuries, then that's that's great. If I, if I had a spinal cord injury, I would risk being tracked if I could just walk again, I would think. So I, so I understand the takeaway there, but what if something like this gets in the wrong hands? It reminds me of you like a supervillain cartoon. Oh, of course. <laughs> I was just going to say, would you be okay with, because you could walk again, now you're some sort of super soldier for the government and you don't even remember it? Well, no. <laughs> That's a scary thought. That's very sobering and scary. <laughs> now you sound like me, taking it to the next level. I th you know, I That's think Bill Jill is you like you, Tab. They agree a lot. A lot. Uh, we appreciate people who who chime in to cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Uh, Lizzie Sparks in line, um, hosting and running the chat line as well. Eric Johnson with the day off. And of course, Projo taking care of the boards. Um, this is fascinating to me as well. You just think about how things are done. Nobel for the Nobel Peace Prize, according um, to Jerry, gave its first peace prize for TNT. So it, it goes to show what can actually happen. Donna says, great for Alzheimer's. Very interesting when that stuff comes about. And if people want to go to our chat line when we were talking about chips and tires, um, Jerry included a tirereview.com uh, from Michelin. So there's a track, there's a uh, link there that you can go ahead and check out to read up all about tires being chipped. With Elon 
and brain chips, would it just stop with medical use? If the government finds out, and these are long stages away, that you're thinking unlike they want you to think, this is a serious sci-fi in the future movie, can they hit a button and you start thinking differently? Oh, I, I, am I, I getting? Am I think I, they want to do. No, that. I, I think you're right. A lot of people think, and I'm going off the deep end here, but a lot of people think that's what <laughs> that's what 5G is about. A lot of people think that that is what the um, the cupcake was about. So you know, I think that there's are already measures in place potentially to change. I mean, we I don't I don't know that I agree with those theories, but it's possible. Um, for the most part. When we want people to jump in on the side, there's no way in freaking hell am I putting a chip in my body. I'm with you, Joe. No way. And who's to say that the, the, the chips will be good for the body? And I mean, just the title of the show, Mark of the Beast, is enough for me. You know, I mean, even though be- I'm... Sad, and even where that have- goes, that's from a biblical standpoint. Right, And right. that's where our... And even though I'm tattooed, I have tattoos and everything, I think that the chip is a little bit overboard. I think it's it's just that it can be used for nefarious purposes. Oh, I mean, I'm not worried about what it would do to my body. I have so much t- titanium in my body as it is that it does absolutely nothing. So I, I, I'm not worried about that, but I am worried about it being misused because, oh, oh come, come get the chip. It'll make it easier. You don't, you could gain access to your work. It'll make it easier for your doctor to read your files and all of this other stuff. But I, I don't like, I already have a heart implant and that worries me because guess what? It tracks me too. And you know, it tracks me. It knows, as a matter of fact, it, it, these things are so uh, tuned in to your body. They know everything you do. They know if you're brushing your teeth. They, you know, they know if you're uh, laying down, if you're up, if you're running, they know everything you do. And it's scary to think that if you get an implant in your arm, how much knowledge it has about you. Well, and, and to what Vic said earlier, you want to think, okay, if I'm not doing anything wrong, what's the big deal? They can't find us, you know, you know, fudging on our taxes or not having our license plate done or any of that. And I would have thought that years ago. But since the whole cupcake incident, I don't trust them anymore I At trust all. nothing. Right. Nothing. Me you, Vic, I know you're, you're a lot like I am. You, you have don't no, trust anything. No. <laughs> I, I, especially these days. Um, people will tell you they'll do things or, oh, the government says this will help. Yeah. And then. Oh, yes. The government will help you. And then you end up getting let down. <laughs> yes. Come on in. You have to be very, 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 very You need very to careful. run. If they say the government's going to help you, run. Go, go wherever they're not because they're not helping you. It costs you money every time the government walks in your door. That's no. Even when you own a business. I trust nothing. I mean, I, I don't. I don't trust the government. I, and it's really sad. I don't trust the medical community anymore. You know, I've never trusted organizations like the EPA. They say, oh, we're going to come clean up this situation. Um, no, you're probably not. I think that's what a lot of us learned during the pandemic is to not trust anyone. I trust. I don't trust the judicial system. Right. I don't trust elections. I mean, it would be easier to ask me what I do trust because it's it's a very short list. Yes. A I think a lot of list. people feel that way now. I think so too. Um, Helen adds, everyone who uses an Apple Watch or similar already has mine. a chip in or on their arm. That's why I say What a great point look too. how much we volunteer. Do you use an Apple Watch? I don't, but I, I see so do. many people that use them. And you know what? The one I have is the, is last year's model. It, it, it doesn't track me as much as the newer ones does. Do you know the newer ones? 
Not only do they know your heart information, like mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. older ones do, but it also knows your oxygen levels. And yes. it, it knows so many uh, things about your health and your activity and where you go and where you're shopping. It gets all your messages and all of the banking information. If you're looking at apps, it is absolutely a tracking device. Once again, you're having to balance the good with That's the bad. Right. That is absolutely uh, A friend of mine is currently monitoring his dad's uh, blood sugar levels being severe diabetic and it tells him when it's going up and yes. when it's going down. And once again, if that's being done on a device, that kind of information can go to anyone as you can watch. Once again, the good with the bad privacy, no privacy. Um, what are you going to decide to do? Um, is this good for you? A loved one, a child, a pet, so many things that get thrown out with technology. Now, what do you think about Apple? Because Apple refuses to work with the government as far as giving them your information. I like that, considering so many people do have Apple Watches and things. Even, I don't know if it's true. But. It, it is true. There's been a lot of uh, cases out there where somebody's been murdered, and they just want to unlock, the the police department just wants to unlock the phone. And Apple says, nope, not helping you. Sorry. Yeah, they, that's true. They don't open they the said phone. They said they have a dedication to their users that they don't ever work with law enforcement and give them the passcodes. Wow. And so police departments have sent subpoenas to get them to open and they still refuse to do it. Good for them. And on the top of that, enter in another branch off this big tree when it comes to microchipping. As Annette reminds us, uh, cupcakes may be injecting a chip, so to speak. Is that actually happening? Um, She says, I'm cynical and I do not trust much. But is there certain factors being injected into the body that can cause things to, quote, be tracked, Um, certain things to be changed within a body? Um, You know, I mean, once again, we have the conversations, whether people believe what they hear or not, but this is just a legitimate concern from Annette when it comes to the cupcake. We should all be concerned because Mm -hmm. we don't know. And when we all mistrust the government so much, we have no idea what, not only what they've already done to us, but what are they going to do? I mean, and and no one can tell me, oh, the government would never hurt people. We already know they have experimented on Americans forever. They did it right here in St. Louis. They sprayed Agent Orange around the city of St. Louis, downtown St. Louis. And look at all the people that got cancer from it. It is a fact it's a fact. Our government also took a large group of African Americans and injected yes. them with STDs. Yes, um, yes they did. And yes, didn't did. tell them and promoted it as other situations just so they could monitor and see what happened to them, their family members, their loved ones, and watch what would happen. If our government has done this once or twice to large groups of people, you better believe they would do it again. There's no doubt about it. There That's, is no doubt. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Which is why it's so difficult in this day and age to do anything. I mean, I, it's almost like, oh my God, whatever. It's whatever. I'm not going to pull myself down with all of the crazy news that's out there. But here's the thing. What's, what, what is so weird, I think, to me, that it's hard for me to wrap my head around is I'm thinking, well, I don't care if they track me and do all this stuff because I'm not doing anything illegal or wrong or I'm not committing any crime. So it doesn't really matter. And I, and I don't have any intention of doing so. But then you think, well, what does it matter? Look at all the people who actually are committing crimes. There's people out there committing mass uh, shootings and running over people over their cars. They're not too worried about it. And you know what? They don't use any of this technology to go and get those people. Good point. 
really good point. They don't. Look at all the stuff that's going on, and they do not use that technology. But they could. Get them. They, could. they could. Why don't they? I don't know. I would like to know. That's a very good question. I just, I, th- this whole chipping situation, it's going to amp up like so many other things. I think we know that. And I don't know why we haven't heard a lot about it recently. We ha- It hasn't been in the headlines. There's just too much else, too much else going on. And will chipping have anything to do, here we go, with AI? With artificial and artificial intelligence being associated with any sort of chip details or chipping that goes into the body or our Apple Watch chips or our tracking device phones and so forth. I think it's a valid point and something that needs to be looked at how that will affect everyday Americans' lives. We just passed a big AI bill. I think it was like $1.5 billion, something like that, the United States government. I can't recall all of the specifics. But our government is definitely getting invested in AI. I was just going to say AI. I mean, with uh, facial recognition, it, it doesn't matter if you're chipped or not. There's so many cameras around, and I hear that they're getting ready to put light bulbs, smart light bulbs, in in street lights and stuff that have facial recognition and all this other stuff that could track you. You don't even really need a chip anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. That's the, uh, you're right. And we've talked about that. Um, Tabitha, was it the example that you gave us at a sporting event? Uh, We had, gosh, where did we talk about that? Um, At sporting events. Oh. Facial recognition. Facial recognition. It's everywhere. That's already everywhere too. We talked about. everywhere. There was a lawyer who had a lawsuit against uh, Madison Square Garden, MSG. And she showed up. I think it was a she. She showed up with her daughter or son to go to a basketball game and was refused entry because she had a pending case, a law case. That's right. Against That's right. Madison Square Garden. And because they recognized her face with facial recognition technology, state-of-the-art stuff, she was not allowed into the basketball arena. And we're going to see more of that. And if you can sit there and say, well, it doesn't affect me because they don't have my face because I don't go to places where they have facial... Oh, yes. If you have a driver's license... Or if you have a state ID, you are in the system because that is where they're getting the information from. When you go and you take your driver's license photo or when your driver's license is in the system, facial recognition is being taken from your driver's license and your state ID. If you have a a passport or a driver's license that has the real ID, uh, then then, yeah, you're, you're in the system. It e- makes yeah. you think. Well, it is. As a matter of fact, one of our listeners went to the DMV, and, and Joe, he didn't even get a real ID. He just got a regular ID. He went in. He had his glasses on. The DMV person said, hey, you need to you know, remove your glasses, I think is what, he, what, he, what they told him. And he's like, well, why? I, I have to use these to drive. And they said, well, because when you get your driver's license photo, it goes into the facial recognition system. So we need to see your face without the glasses. And he, he's a former police officer. And he's like, what in the world is going on? But think about this. Think about the license plate readers that are all across the country. Another On example. every highway. And Another they, tracking They read, device. what, two, I can't remember how many thousands of license plates, like every minute, thousands. I mean, they know everywhere you go. And trust me, if you're, if you're, and it, sometimes it's good, used for good purposes, if you're missing or if a crime happens. It, of course, they don't ever track the true criminals, do they? <laughs> Why that is, I don't know. They sure don't use license plate readers to track the true criminals. 
I, I'm trying. Only us. I, I Only know. Us. I, I'm tr- I'm trying to wrap my it's damn so head hard, around isn't this it? right now. It's so hard with everything it's that so is hard. happening. We we have all of these crimes. Let's say right here in the city of St. Louis, Chicago has them. New York. Why aren't they using all of this technology? to prevent these people from committing these crimes or to make arrests on these crimes. I mean, yeah, they go back and look at the real camera. We have them here in St. Louis. They use the shot spotter. But there are so much better ways to use this. But no, they're more worried about our bank transactions. And if we were in Washington, (laughs) D.C. on January 6th, that's what they're using this technology for. Well, look at, like you said, look at prom night. Look at how many children, they're calling them adults when you hear the mainstream media, that were killed this weekend. That's right. And do you think anyone is using that? No, they don't care. Especially if they're in the inner inner cities, they don't care that those 18-year-old kids died. They really don't. You won't nope. see anything done about it. No, nope, but they care if you were if you were in Washington D.C. on January sixth. Absolutely, I'd still be in jail. They will use facial recognition for that. They will yes. track your debit cards, credit cards, see if you bought a gun. Mm-hmm. But all of these people committing violent crimes on our city streets, nah, don't care Nothing. about them. What about people coming into this country? Even worse. Think about that, and especially with Title Forty Two getting ready to end. And the millions upon millions upon millions and millions and millions of illegals that have come in um, from all kinds of countries all over the world illegally, not legally, illegally. Well, you were talking about phones were giving out to some of them. Are those phones tracked? Yeah, Bindi asked that earlier. Oh, she did. Okay, great question, Bindi. Mm -hmm. But the government claims that's why they give them to them is to track them. Okay. Now, whether they actually are tracking them, I'm going to say no. There's no proof of that. Because if they did, they wouldn't still be here. You know, whenever they... Whose job is that to track and all of the people that are being tracked? They're not tracked. They're not... Border Patrol, who's already overworked, maybe? And people can just toss the cell phone out if they think they're being tracked. Absolutely. But but Vic, to your point, when you're talking about what are we going to do about border control, well, they're already doing something right now at the border and you know what they're doing they're paving a path they have uh you can you can go out and watch the videos they have heavy equipment along the rio grande and they are actually taking down trees and they're clearing a path to make it safer for people to cross oh it's just bizarre (laughs) and and does everything get worse on thursday does it get worse i don't really think it's going to make a difference because we're not really deporting people anyway be careful about what you hear with media and if you're being shown something from a national media standpoint Mm -hmm. think about why and why you're being shown legitimately at least here in the united states um there's a reason i mean it's been going on it hasn't stopped uh may it get bigger i think yes i think we're going to see even more people i do um but is it going to be a massive, massive event? Not sure. I think we'll see more people because of the the confusion of the folks not in the United States or people who just don't know. There's a lot of people in other countries who think, oh, now I have a, for sure a free pass. So they're going to get caravans to come over. But the thing is, is, is the Biden administration, they're for the most part not deporting anyone anyway. So even when Title 42 expires, it's not going to change much on our end. Yeah, I didn't think so. And this morning I turned on the mainstream media right before I got here. And that's what Fox was playing. Oh, my gosh, Thursday. Oh, my gosh, Thursday. And I thought, well, with good reason, because there are going to be a lot of people because now they think they have the green light to come here and they Mm -hmm. won't be deported. And they won't be tracked with any sort of a chip. Yeah, they're not being deported anyway. Which is sad, scary. And they're um, not getting cupcake. They're not, as a matter of fact, they're not even checked to make sure they have immunizations. None of these things are happening. 
um, it, it's another serious situation. But when we try to take these deep dives and do these subjects, I love when we get a chance to talk about the microchip implants because it's a subject that's going to continue to advance. It's going to continue to move forward. It's not going anywhere. And that's why we do our best to cover it when it comes up. Um, we had another situation that has come down now from the weekend. And it's interesting because it is big, big news when Tucker Carlson is spoken about. Um, allegedly, Tucker Carlson and people from his camp and people in the know say that he is ready to, quote, go nuclear and torch Fox News in an effort to free himself from a contract that allegedly is blocking him right now from working at other networks. Ooh. And see, I've been wondering what the hell. Just say you were fired. F them. Let's go. Let's move on, Tucker. Let's move on. Let's get somewhere else. So something, and I don't know if he was paid money and signed the contract so that he could get the money or get money or some sort of payment that he would have had to walk away and not say anything. And maybe he's trying to end that. Um, is it a non-compete of some sort that even though he was fired, um, those are very difficult to and prove. That, that happens sometimes. You know, when people, he still has two years left on his contract. So sometimes, even though Fox says, we no longer want you on your network, but we're going to hold you to your contract. They can do that. Well, they can try to do that. But precedent has already been set to go against companies with that. And then Correct. you'll have attorneys that say, oh, well, no, you can't go anywhere. You have to buy. But then there's other attorneys. You don't know until you go and... and Every situation is different. Absolutely. It's so. bizarre what's happening. Um, but we do know that he has been surprisingly quiet. And only, at least what we know, only one time he came out on Twitter and said something. And it didn't address anything specifically. His attorney spoke out this weekend. Did you see his no, attorney statement? No, I didn't. Uh, but I want to hear that. Um, I mean, what, he had like 20 million people watch his Twitter one minute, two minute video, it may be even higher than that. It probably is. But that's now. all that we have heard from Tucker Carlson. So what's going on? His attorney made a statement that I read over the weekend that said that no, Tucker will not be silenced. No one can, no one can silence Tucker, not even Fox So what News. does that mean? I guess it means he is going to speak out whether they want him to or not. I think I, what I understand is happening. Now, this is just what I understand. Doesn't mean it's true. From what I understand in the story that I have heard is he has a two-year contract. They're not letting him out of his contract because, you know, they plan on paying him for those next two years. But in order for them to pay him, that also means he cannot go to another company. He signed the contract that said, yes, I will be under contract for X number of years. He still has two years left. And because he still has that contract, he can't go anywhere else. So I'm hearing that his attorney said, yes, you want to hold him under this two-year contract. You won't let him out of the contract because you want him to be silent. But no, you cannot silence him. Okay. Another gray area goes into effect if he goes independent and he's not with a quote another another network i'm telling you i've looked at some research on this i don't think fox would be able to hold him if he goes independent maybe he doesn't want to go independent and trust me it takes a long time even if you have millions and millions of dollars to start something from scratch it's one of the most difficult things anybody can ever do i would love to talk and to a takes, contract attorney and it takes a lot of time and here's the other problem I would too, but it's one of those things where it's all speculation. It is. Because until you see what's written on paper, you don't really know. And every contract is different. Yes, it is. 
this written in here, that written in there. This one word can affect a ruling or change precedent from something else that has previously happened that you think you have precedents for. That's why the lawyers are the lawyers, and that's why they do what they do when it comes to that whole situation. At the end of the day, we have Tucker Carlson, um, arguably, if not the most popular news anchor slash info anchor, info entertainment anchor in America, maybe the world for that matter, who is sitting quiet right now, sitting quiet, not saying anything. Uh, the attorney comes out over the weekend and said he will not be held quiet. So yeah, there is no doubt something happened with that contract, which is why he didn't say he was fired and the network still says that he wasn't fired, what, three weeks later now? I mean, we're going on three weeks, well, right? Clearly, clearly he was fired. I mean, we, you know, obviously, yes, it's speculation, but clearly he was fired. Clearly. Clearly there, there's something going on. But is on. that what the contract says? We don't know. That's No one knows. Because if you were truly no fired, you can go talk and do wherever you want to go. Correct. Unless you sign some sort of statement, some sort of an agreement that says, yeah, I'll take said money, but I won't be saying anything publicly or working wherever I am. And many times you have to sign those agreements to get said money to move on. And sometimes this happens, you know, and I know this is the craziest thing you guys are ever going to hear me say, because I know zilch about sports, but sometimes uh -oh, this here happens. We go. Here we go. I know. Craziest not here. thing you've here we ever go. said. Okay, I'm going to give my own this. sports analogy. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I, I don't know enough about sports to say it, but I know that I have heard where there have been managers released who are still under contract. And because they're still under contract, they can't go work for another team. You know, they're still going to get paid for their two years. But let's say if it was the Cardinals or whoever, they're going to say, okay, we're, we don't want you to be on our team anymore, but you still have two years left in your contract. We're going to still pay you, but that keeps them from going on to work for another well, team. Well, here's what happens. And this happens all the time. It's, it's a good analogy, but here's the difference with that. We'll pay you, but if you get another job, then you don't get money from us anymore. That's right. what those, then you start, for example, you know, you know, Chicago Blackhawks staff. Do you still know Chicago Blackhawks coaches? Are they still around? I do. Or? I do still know them. Yeah. So, you know, some of the Chicago Blackhawks coaches and staff. As a matter of fact, you introduced me to some of those one night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get fired. Um, they get paid until they go, let's say he gets a job with the blues. Mm hmm. And then he comes to the, and then once he starts working for the Blues, then Chicago is no longer obligated to pay what was ever left on that contract. So that's Makes how sense. that that's Makes how that sense. that's how that whole situation works. Um, um, whereas players in sports, where if somebody releases you and you have money, you get that money. Plus, if somebody else wants to pick you up, you get paid by the new team as well. Uh, it is fascinating. But Tucker Carlson, where's he going to end up? And what I I, I still. Man, I still think he'd be better served going independent. I know people disagree with me. I know he has some other networks there. We talked about it, OAN. Um, you've got uh, Newsmax, whatever the case, where CNN, rumors have been flying everywhere. I just wish that he was doing his own thing somehow, some way. He will. He'll find a way. I, I think that's he will where find we'll a way. see him, that he will do it on his own or do it with somebody that it happened to, like a Glenn Beck or maybe an Elon, but he, I don't think he goes back to mainstream media. Just a little bit, you've, you've seen him in places. He's, he's not happy now. Like he's pissed. So I don't, I don't think you'll see him go back to anywhere like that. But what does it mean that he's quote, mobilizing his allies to attack Fox and torch Fox and all the people that sent him out of the building? I mean, these are the headlines. These are the stories right. that we're hearing from the insiders. What does it mean? He's going to torch 
rain down fire on Fox News. If he comes out with the truth of how they tried to muzzle him, it will hurt him again. I don't know if it will bring him totally down, but if he tells the truth, like Glenn Beck is starting to do, finally, I think we're going to see Fox in a real world of hurt. Oh, they, I mean, there's no question. I mean, they're already but how in the so? world of hurt. How so, though? I mean, what do you? I mean, we know their ratings have dropped. I mean, you mean illegal things or just how? I just people think get the truth, and people are just screaming for the truth. These people on Fox are being muzzled and have been for years. And if you look <clears> at Sean Hannity, who used to be way more out there, you could almost pinpoint the exact day he was. Oh, muzzled. I agree completely. Don't don't you and think with, exact? Same with, same with Levin. You know. Yes, he's 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 muzzled too. And I really liked. Him a lot. I did too, but he's he's just I know. He's just boring now. He's not telling the truth. He's not saying Well, he's anything. not even on anymore. Now he's on I think once in a while on the weekend. Yeah, on but, Sundays. But his show's not on anymore. Just a little bit. Do people really care about Tucker Carlson? When people disappear from the limelight, um, will he be able to make as much of an impact coming back? Um, let's say he's not allowed on for six months. Um, do people forget? Do people move on to other issues? Do people move on to other things? Um, there was a lot of momentum, a lot of steam, that train on the track rolling down, and then all of a sudden it comes to a screeching stop. Um, the, the sooner he gets on, in my opinion, the better. Um, and then if he disappears for a while and then he goes independent, it could take some time to get back up and rolling. But uh, true fans will always follow you. Um, true watchers will. Um, we saw that with his Twitter video. I mean, you get... 20 million views of a of a two-minute video uh, you're doing something right um but how long will it take where does it go it was certainly something that we were trying to hit and try to cover today um the the whole situation independent should he go to another network uh should he create one and if he does we know it's going it's going to take time it, it just takes time especially if you're going to compete in the primetime spot or is he going somewhere else to do it there's no personalities anywhere in America that can compete with him right now, that would take a lot of time. And then even if somebody became established and was given the time to do that and was good and had some chops and had a great staff, you're still going to go up against the best. Maybe maybe none of that matters because I, I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. I seek out the truth. If that truth is coming from Tucker, then I'm going to watch Tucker. How do you if, know what the truth is? Because... You, well, we know what you're going to see on mainstream media is not the truth. I think most people who are going to watch Tucker already do their own research. A lot of those people trust him to tell the truth. And he's not the only one. He is one of many people out there you can watch that, that actually you can count on to bring truth to you. He's one of many. Well, he has a track record. And if you have a track record and you have experience in doing something, people are going to trust you more. People tend to watch somebody that they like. People get used to certain things even if he was good you get used to a voice you get used to a face those are some of the, the basics when it comes to uh consultants in the tv industry and um there are people who are in news jobs and have been for a long time where they've dropped off they're not as good as they once were but guess what because they're recognizable and people just get into patterns they don't like to look at something new and they go oh wait a second what, what's this new person i'm you know I, i've got to get used to this person that's that's human nature uh that's one thing Tucker has going for him is that he's been around forever, as we said, um, fired from CN or CNN, fired from MSNBC, and now what looks to be <laughs> pretty much fired from Fox News, uh, even though we haven't heard it yet. So um, whatever he does, man, oh man, oh man, the, the sky is the limit. Tucker, 
Go out and do it. I'd love to see him create something new. Get his own website and pump the hell out of that website and do what you want to do from that standpoint. Um, He could hire the best staff. He could hire the best um, investigators. I mean, he already has, uh, he had a great staff. I'm not sure what that would be. Um, Who knows? Who knows? The the sky is certainly the limit for all of those things right now. Um, Yeah, I mean... Interesting, interesting, interesting. It is. is. To see where we go. And there are so many good alternatives out there. Think about that, the good alternatives that we have. You know, we have OAN, which is absolutely fantastic. We have Chanel, Rihanna, remember, that joined us from from OAN. So, I mean, there's a lot of different options. I think people will go where they think they hear the truth. Well, I mean, if you put Tucker on a massive station. I mean, if you put, he's a massive personality. If you put him on a network that people really don't know about that, they're not sure about yet. Guess what? He instantaneously brings massive credibility, massive, massive, massive credibility. Um, I'd love to see him do his own thing, but let's just say he went to OAN. People are going to know who the hell OAN is. That's for sure. Uh, in a heartbeat. And guess what? When you have that massive personality that's sitting, that anchor, so to speak, in that prime time spot where the money is generated, and let's be real, these national news networks, guess it's important from morning to night, but guess where all the money goes? Guess where these national advertisers, these world advertisers go? They go to the prime time spots. That's in the evening time. So if you have a massive anchor, the number one anchor, infotainment news anchor in America, at let's say OAN, then people start to watch other parts of the day show. You leave the channel on. You may pick up something here. You pick something up in the morning. You're like, oh, then all of a sudden more advertisers come there. More money comes. The set looks better. The staff gets better. Better anchors, better reporters. All of that can happen. That's why a guy like Tucker Carlson, in my humble opinion, because I know the business, he could single-handedly change a network. Like OAN, who has some very good people on there, and the owner is a true conservative. In who is the owner of OAN? His name is Charles Herring, and he is a fabulous man. I've talked to him several times. He is literally thinks like the show does. But they don't have as much money, so they kind of look janky. And I don't mean that mean, because I love Charles, no, no, and I love Chanel. No, you've heard me say that. But yeah. it, it kind of looks janky. So if you get someone, janky. <laughs> you know, I mean, like like a Tucker, I, I think Charles Herring would love it, and the money would come like crazy. And that's the only thing that OAN is lacking, is somebody like a Tucker and some money, because that that and Newsmax, a lot of cases, I Newsmax is too. OAN looks fantastic. It's just hard. They're not always live is why I call them janky. So sometimes when they come on prime spot, sometimes it is recorded. I mean, they're my favorite, but and I'm we partial. like OAN. They're wanting to yeah, do advertising. And they, and they like the show and, and Chanel likes the show. So I would never say, first of all, I'm partial to Chanel. So I wouldn't say anything. But yeah, not from a negative best. standpoint. I yeah. mean, it is what it is. And, it is. And production staff members will tell you when you start off, when you start anything that's new and especially with OAN, uh, that's been around and you start, you're still in the baby stages compared they still are. to a yes. CNN, yes. a Fox, an MSNBC. It takes time. Uh, we're instant as humans and consumers of news and headlines and anything information wise. You know, we want this and want that. It takes time. You have to start somewhere and then you build up, especially at that level too, the amount of money that it takes to do all of the production value, to get the best staffs and to get the best uh, information out there. Not easy, easy, easy. 
Um, Jerry says Newsmax owner was a long time Clinton donor. Public record is a good thing. Well, I, I've met Chris Ruddy, Chris Ruddy before. I, I've been watching Newsmax since the 90s when he first established it. And he is a good, diehard conservative. You know, we have to remember back then, we didn't always know what we know now about the Clintons. When Clinton was president, we didn't know everything that we know now. So what are you saying? I'm saying, I, you know, if he donated to the Clintons, maybe that's the reason why. I mean, I think Chris Ruddy's a great guy. You mean donated because he felt like there well, was opportunity and we had a good man to be president? I'm guessing so. If he donated money to him, I'm assuming that's what he thought. Yeah. Things were very different back during the Clinton times. Todd says, my pillow guy can only afford so much. Tucker has burned a lot of bridges, pharma, etc. And we haven't even gotten into the pharma situation with Tucker because yes, he went after pharma as well. Um, interesting. You brought up Chanel Rion, your friend, and she's joined us on the show twice. Lisa says, Chanel's won me over the past few years. She's deceivingly pretty. I don't, deceivingly, I don't know. You think there's no, oh, you think there's no brain there. Because huh? she's beautiful. And even yeah. in person, she's prettier than on the TV. She walks in here and you just think that girl's perfect looking. And she's so nice. So um, she's yeah. very nice. She's one of the talents um, at OAN that we've had on our show before, too. So we're going to continue to follow the whole Tucker situation. Um, I don't care where he goes. I don't care if he ends up at OAN, CNN. I mean, part of me does not want him to go to CNN. Oh, he's not going to CNN. Uh, but I he mean, he's not going money, to CNN. But I'm just telling you, money talks. There's no way in a million years. Wasn't he already fired from them? Yes, he CNN was fired and MSNBC. And not, now he pulled off the trifecta. I don't think anybody else has ever done it. That says a lot. And he's the number one anchor. I always say anchor, but anchor with information and entertainment at the same CNN time. CNN will never allow him to be on there and tell the truth. That will never happen. They are they still okay, have sponsors and donors and people. There was a never, there was an alleged hundred million dollar offer there. I heard the just rumor. like there was one at OAN to reestablish the entire news operation, which is amazing. Or, you know, do it the hard way and go start from scratch with nothing, um, which will take you a lot of time. I don't know. It, it's fascinating to me to watch what's going on and to see how he's being quiet. And then you start hearing the headlines. Tucker's going to blow up Fox. He's going after Fox. And if that's true, um, if I'm a CNN, if I'm an MSNBC, I'm grinning ear to ear going, all right, let's see. Let's let's battle down. We need to get a few more viewers, if possible, somehow, some way. Or maybe Fox starts to lose a little bit because of the whole situation. We've already seen their numbers in the first three weeks fall in every day part, specifically the evening prime time spots. They are down, down, oh, well, down. Of course. Massively down, close to 40%. I think one night it was 60% down, just like that, because one person leaves. That shows you the impact and the significance of. Tucker Carlson. I certainly don't want to see, see CNN beat somebody like Fox, but really at the end of the day, all three of them are the same. So they can all tank as far as I'm concerned. All three of them are not good anymore. So Fox, I think at one point was, but I mean, all the way going back to Glenn Beck, they've been doing that to him and all the people in between. They kind of, they kind of deserve that for lying and muzzling people, I think. No, oh, no question. It happens. And one thing that Chanel did talk to us about that Jerry remind us of, um, Chanel, she ripped the press secretary every question that she asked. She got, and then they pulled her press pass. 
They sure did. Because Chanel wasn't just taking it. But why doesn't somebody like Peter Ducey for Fox get his press pass taken away? Is there a partnership with Fox? Is it because that they know that most people, even though they have lost a lot of their audience, almost 50% throughout the entire day, that they're still number one? Is that why Peter Ducey doesn't have his I think press Peter Ducey still only asks up to the point. Exactly. He, he doesn't still cross doesn't go line. over the line. He doesn't. That's why. That's exactly. Yeah, I guess why. it would depend on the subject and what is actually going over the line. And that's that's that wraps up exactly what Fox National is. They go up Correct. to the line, right. but they never cross the line. Correct. And I like Peter Ducey. I think he's very entertaining. I do too. And I like his. If you ever look at Bindi King, who's one of our listeners, she if you go on her Facebook, she does a daily report with that. And and Peter Ducey's faces are hysterical. So if you don't want to watch the press secretary, <laughs> just go to her Facebook page and look at it. She. I had no down. idea. That's it's great. hysterical. It really is. It's really funny. <laughs> hey, by the way, we want to remind everybody, uh, bright and early tomorrow morning, we're going to start early. We'll be on the chat line early. So Tabitha, you need to be in here. Uh, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey joins us live at 8 a.m. He's yeah. been busting his butt. He yeah. wanted to join us Friday. He had a meeting. He wanted to join us today. He was slammed as well. But tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., Andrew Bailey will be joining us. We have a lot to talk to him about. Clearly, with everything that happened with St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, uh, we appreciate um, the AG. He gave us one of his first interviews once he uh, was appointed to the position by the great governor of the state of Missouri, Mike Parson. And Andrew Bailey has been nothing but incredible since he has taken the position. Um, a younger guy, too, going out after, and he succeeded massively in his objective. Whether you agree or not, his objective was to remove somebody who he felt was not doing a job and had tons of evidence to do so. The evidence that he and his staff put together were so overwhelming, she quit. She didn't even try to fight for the job. She quit. So Andrew Bailey will get us caught up to date. Uh, Can't if you wait. Have, if, you have, if you have questions from that standpoint, let us know. Uh, Mike Parson, the governor, will be joining us tomorrow or Wednesday. So that will also be coming up. We'll try to get a little insight into what he is going there. I also want to find out about the, a massive uh, pork company that you talked about, National Pork Company, Tabitha. Oh, yeah, Smithfield, yeah. 37 plants stopped in the state of Missouri? Yes. They are closing 37, and that's correct. And it really makes me wonder, is it because the state of Missouri said, we will not allow you to vaccinate, to cupcake our livestock here in this state? I, I really wonder if that's why. I don't know. It's interesting. We're going to get into all that. Of course, that's what we try to do to make sure we cover those topics. And as always, if you guys have questions you want to answer asked and answered let us know if you have ideas for cancel culture interviews um stories that we may be missing let us know we appreciate you guys that's why the show is growing because of you and everything that we're trying to do we do appreciate anything that you can jump in with us and of course check out our partners on our partners page the advertisers if you need any of those products please jump in check them out let them know you heard about them from cancelthisshow.com by the way jerry singleton says smithfield the company we we're just talking about owned by china I've heard that too. I couldn't confirm. If I can't confirm. I, well, I don't know. I don't just, know either. I, I will look into that. But I will tell you one thing. There's a monopoly already on our meat processing plants. That's why you have to buy your meat local. Go to your local butcher. Without forget, a doubt. Forget these big processing plants. They, they control 84% of the pork within yes. three companies. And now because potentially Missouri says, well, we won't let you give the, our, the cows the mRNA or the pork or the 
pigs or whatever kind of animal they are, they're going to withdraw. I mean, yes. why, why else would they be moving out of Missouri? And a good place to look is around our area, and I'm sure nationwide, is go to these Sunday markets or these Saturday markets. There. And we found great butchers there, and that's where we get our meat, too, is not from Walmart, not from places like that. Go to the little markets, the little farming, what do they call them? Farming Farmer markets. Farmer markets. markets. Yes. You got it. Hey guys, we appreciate you joining us today for cancel this, cancel this show.com. Uh, once again, big show tomorrow morning. We'll jump right into it bright and early with Andrew Bailey. Uh, once again, contact us if you want to give us any stories or ideas. Um, for Pro Joe on the boards, Lizzie Sparks in the studio, taking care of the chat line and hosting. Tab of the hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Have an awesome day. We'll catch you tomorrow for more. Cancel this.